One of my biggest fascinations in life is people who go through terrible things um, for no reason, not their fault, and manage to take responsibility about how they feel. They manage to literally be happier than most people who, you know, take their lives for granted, take the people in their lives for granted. And the reason I think I have a fascination in this is because, you know, I have a bad history of sucking at it. <laughs> you know, I have a bad history of um, having what so many people want, but yet not feeling fulfilled, not feeling like it's enough for me, still feeling like an emptiness inside. And so I actually just wanted to play a little clip before we get into the subject. If you haven't watched the last video and you're interested in this topic of um, how to, I guess the last one, I, I asked the question, how can we not take things for granted? So if you're interested in that talk, I released that a few days ago. Um, but yeah, this is a clip from Paradise Lost 3, which is a documentary about the West Memphis Three. So these are three guys who were put in jail for 18 years for something they didn't do. Um, it's a very, really fascinating story. The trial and everything is just like so unbelievable. Um, but yeah, they were put away. And this guy, I'm about to play a little clip of him talking. He was on death row, meaning, you know, he was in solitary confinement. He didn't see the light of day. Uh, they were basically preparing him to get killed. So they didn't really treat him well for all those years. And when he said this, I'm about to play it, uh, it, I was shocked. I was truly shocked. So here, I'll just play it and we will talk about it. Never, ever get sunlight. I haven't been exposed to sunlight in almost seven years now. You're in a cell. Pretty much, for all intents and purposes, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If I focused on the things I can't change, the things that have hurt me, what people have done to me, then they would have already broken me. They would have killed me inside and out. I get up in the morning and I don't feel sorry for myself. I don't hate my life. You have a lot of people in here that all they can think about is what they don't have and how much they want out and how much they want something else. But for some reason, it, this situation has helped me to see more of what I do have and to be thankful for that. You know, I have, in a lot of ways, I have a truly incredible life. Okay, so... Yeah, that was the clip, and I've already talked to a lot of my close friends uh, about this clip because I saw it and I was like, oh my god, like how, how do you get to the point where you don't feel sorry for yourself, where you wake up in the morning being put a, locked up for who knows when they're going to actually execute you um, for something you never did. He was put away when he was like 17 or something like that, and he got out in his you know late 30s. Um, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. So yeah, uh, basically I guess I don't know what the title would be for this episode, but I want to get into that, that mentality <clears throat> that I don't even know what to call it. Like that ability that certain people have to look past 
all the terrible things. He even said, like, if I focused on what I can't change, then it would eat me up inside, you know. Um, and it's just crazy. It puts your life into perspective. Like he said, in many ways, I have an incredible life. I truly have an incredible life. And I want to be able to say that I should. I mean, with his standards, I should be able to say that anytime, right? I should be able to say, my goodness, I have an incredible life, you know? And so for me, my biggest um, challenge in this world of like accepting the things you can't change is um, two things. One, I'll ignore it right? Like that's, I don't go about it the right way. I remember talking to my friend Anthony and he said, well, I think it's really important that you, um, that you have like a spaz attack, that you have a fit, that you have an emotional breakdown, um, that you, you know, let those emotions out because a lot of people, people will do things wrong to them and they won't go there. They don't want to go there. And some people lash out and they get angry. But me, I internalize it. I don't get angry at anybody else but myself. And that leads us to the second one. I criticize myself a lot because I have made a lot of mistakes in my past, um, as we all have. But maybe I'm, I can't tell if I'm overly critical or I've made extra terrible mistakes, you know. But fact is, I've hurt people and I've, you know... I've definitely done things that if I can go back in time, I would change. But how do we get to a place where you, where you can accept those things? And maybe I'll get more into that subject in particular because that seems to be one of the biggest challenges of my life. Like the biggest sort of like psychological, emotional challenges, which is accepting, um, you can call it guilt, but it's more just like you, you don't accept yourself because of <clears throat> what you've done in the past. So... Yeah, choosing to focus on what you do have. That's the thing he said as well. I remember, um, yeah, he said, for some reason, this has given me an opportunity to see what I do have. Paraphrased, obviously, but yeah, so, and he, and he looked at everybody else. He started comparing himself because he's like, okay, if I'm going to be here for the rest of my life or if I'm going to, you know, maybe there is no way out. I don't want to be like these people who constantly, um, day in, day out, want to be out, want to get out of jail, want to get out of prison. Um, and they sort of live miserable lives. And he looked at that, I assume, and thought to himself, well, um, what are my options here? You know, logically, what are my options? And I think that's an important step to take as well, that like logical point of view, because I can look back, right? And I can look at everything that I did. And believe me, I didn't do anything criminal. I'm not like, it's just like, I I blow it out of proportion in my own mind. But I look at the things that I did, which were not good. And I think to myself, okay, logically, what can I do? I mean, I can... I can apologize to all these people. I could beg for forgiveness. I could try and make amends. Um, and what will that bring me? You know, what will looking outside of myself bring me? Not much. Because at the end of the day, I talk about this all the time, but I truly believe that nothing external has to dictate how you feel, especially if it's negative. Like, 
you don't have to give up your um, contentment for these things. And so you think logically and it's like, well, I just have a bitter pill to swallow, which is the past is the past. You can't go back. You have to go forward. And that's it. Another thing that helps me um, and this, you know, talk is going to be all over the place because I didn't really prepare other than this one clip that I showed you guys. But another thing that helps me in a weird way is my mortality. I always think about my mortality like I'm going to die. These problems will die with me. These Everything I own will die with me. I cannot keep these things. I cannot, you know, my reputation will die with me. Um, and yeah, I think it's important to realize that as far as we know, we, we, we really only have one life to live and um, it's not to, and, and I, have a, I have a weird, I have a weird view on death because I feel so comforted by that fact that at the end of everybody's life, we all, you know, leave this body. We all get out of this experience. We're all, um, I mean, whether it's a eternal rest or there is some sort of after afterlife, um, this comes to an end. This human experience comes to an end. And that, for some reason, is comforting to me. Um, and so that helps me. If it doesn't help you, then maybe don't go there. I don't know. I haven't really dealt with the fear of death much in my life. So um, that's not something that I feel like I can really talk about. But what's another way to accept the things we cannot change? I think it's important to have purpose and meaning in your life. So this guy, I remember hearing him talk all the time. Um, Damien Eccles is his name if you want to look him up. West Memphis 3 is what they kind of go by, the three guys. And the documentary is Paradise Lost. But he, I remember him saying he, he would spend hours and hours doing this thing called ceremonial magic, which is very interesting. You know, I'm, I'm, I was somewhat curious about it, but it's interesting that he found something that he didn't need anybody else, anything else in order to do. And so you just do that for hours and you talk about like, this is what got me through um, death row. This is what got me through prison. This is what got me to focus on, you know, what I'm grateful for and focus on what I do have, because there are things that I do have. And so that was his meaning. That was his purpose. His purpose became this thing that he was so fascinated by. So I think it's important to <clears throat> find that thing, find that thing. Um, I remember that I, something Jordan Peterson said, actually, um, struck a chord, uh, something along the lines of, you know, life inherently is suffering. You know, that's a Buddhist principle that human life at its core is, is suffering. You know, you're never comfortable. You're never, you're never truly balanced. You're never truly in the middle. It's like, I have to pee. I have to shower because I'm stinky. I'm hungry. I'm bored. There's like always the next thing. You're never, you know, um, and maybe that is possible. Maybe it is possible to get there. But he also mentions that if you have a purpose, a meaning to your life that is equal or greater than the suffering that comes with life, then you're winning. You know, you've done it. 
And I think most people are sort of like numbing themselves in a, in a way and running away from that, that bitter pill we have to swallow of, uh, you know, we're alive and it's going to suck. But as long as we have meaning to our life, then we, we welcome the pain. We welcome the discomfort. And I think that's what this guy did eventually is he, he began to welcome it and see it as, you know, and I don't, I won't say for even a second that I know what he's going through or what he's gone through. I have no idea. I know for a fact that he, uh, he lost the sense of, well, not completely, but his brain stopped being able to um, recognize faces very well. He, his voice recognition was diminished. Um, his eyes were messed up. He has to wear sunglasses all the time because he never saw the sun. Um, and he was in this small room. So, uh, he developed a farsightedness. He developed nearsightedness, I believe, because he never had to look far. His eyes never looked at a horizon and never looked at the tree across the road. He was constantly, you know, in these four walls. So just want to say this man has been through it. Um, but if he can do it, experiencing all of that, you know, and, and the, the brutality from the guards and stuff, some of the stories he had was, were, was crazy. Um, so if he can handle that, then it gives me hope about my tiny problems, you know, not to say your problems are tiny. Everybody's problems are problems and they're tough, but I love that perspective. I love seeing, seeing people lead by example in that sense. Like I went through all of this and still I can honestly say to you, I'm truly living an incredible life. He said that honestly. And I mean, maybe he was lying, but I'll trust him. <laughs> he said in many ways, I, I have an incredible life. Um, so yeah, I think those things, you know, taking a logical approach, what are my options? Am I going to be like everybody else in this prison and like freak out? Or am I going to decide and, and figure myself out and find meaning and find a reason to keep going other than something external? I think that's actually a key thing is that he found a reason that had nothing to do with anybody else. The other inmates, their reason was their, their, you know, goalpost was I got to get out of here. And that has to do with the world that has to do with the government that has to do with the justice system that has to do with the outside world. His meaning seemed to come from his, you know, fascination with this magic stuff and meditation, whatever he was doing in his cell and journaling and all that. And that was, that became his meaning, you know? So I thought that was incredible, but we can learn a thing or two from these people. And I, urge you to, you know, check it out and check out, you know, what he says and sort of that stuff. There was another guy who went to prison for six years because um, he, you know, uttered a death threat on a video game. And there was a lot of shadiness in his trial, but he's a good guy. And um, he came out and now he's full time Twitch streaming RuneScape and um, which is a video game. And he's loving his life. He got married. He has a baby. And he always talked about, you know, prison kind of saved my life or prison sort of changed my life. And it was terrible. Wouldn't do it again. Um, but, or maybe he would do it again. I don't know. I'm not going to speak for him, but, um, he, 
he's another big inspiration for me, at least. Here, one sec. Just to make sure that light was on. Um, so, yeah, we can learn a thing or two from these people. And I thought that I would share sort of like my fascination with uh, people who are able to do that. Because that blows me away. It really does. So, um, a few days ago, we talked about taking things for granted. Um, which I did a lot in my past. And we talked about it, and I thought it was a great talk. I actually listened to it back because I like where my mind goes because then I'm able to sort of listen to it back, and it's, it helps. And today was, um, I think I'll title it something along the lines of accepting things you can't change, but that includes the past. That includes your shitty mistakes, which I'm full of them. Um, and it's like that's that's all you can do. All you can do is learn because we mess up. We hurt people, we hurt ourselves, we, it, it happens, and that's the bitter pill we have to swallow, but if we have an empowering meaning to our lives, then that pill is welcomed, you know, I'm more than, more than willing to swallow that bitter pill if it means that I get to live a life with this meaning, whatever purpose that is. For me, I still am discovering it, but that's part of it as well. The discovery is part of my, my meaning, my purpose in life, is learning and discovering. So whatever that is for you, um, I think it's important to figure out because a lot of people sort of drift through life, and I, I sure did for a long time. I drift through life um, not really wanting to be alive, you know, not wanting to kill myself, but not really caring. I was like, oh, I could die tomorrow. It wouldn't really matter to me, like whatever, because I didn't have an empowering meaning. So yeah, I hope this video helped. I hope it brought some perspective. And if you guys have heard of this guy, heard of the West Memphis Three, um, let me know. I mean, start a conversation in the comment section. I want to thank the person who donated, um, to my PayPal. It was really, really nice of you. I appreciate it so much. And I wasn't expecting anybody to actually, um, you know, donate that quickly. That was just, you know, I really appreciate it. You know who you are. And I personally thanked you over email. Um, and yeah, if you want to support me with what I do, I have a donation link below. Um, and if you want to email me, my email, H-U-M-B-O-W-L-T-V, humbletv at gmail.com, we can have a conversation. If you have any questions or you just want a friend and we can talk and, and you know, video chat, hang out, that'd be great. I like people. Um, and if you have any, you know, video topic ideas or anything you want me to sort of speak on, um, we can talk about that. We're learning together here. Um, and I feel like half the time I, I don't even feel like I'm bringing such, you know, wisdom to the table with this channel. I really just feel like I'm good at talk, like conversating. I'm good at sort of like asking the right questions. That's what I believe I'm good at. So, um, if you ask me a question, I might come back at you with another and we can really get talking. It'd be great. So awesome. I appreciate you. And, uh, I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you and goodbye.